right, welcome to, what is this? This is episode four of the ADHD Chronicles. Um, I'm having a fun time with this. This is really, really fun. Um, and it seems to be going pretty, pretty well. Uh, so today, what have we, what have we got? So I've been working on Velocity a whole lot today. And, you know, we've confirmed a couple different partners for us. So we've got... Uh, what is it? We've got Priority Tire, Find It Parts, and Canon. So that's pretty neat. Definitely something that was kind of unexpected to hear the KN news, especially since Goodyear ended up turning us down. Uh, but it's it's nice. It's definitely something. It's a step in the right direction, but we still have a long way to go. And I'll talk a little bit more because I've, I've been thinking about it, so that's what I'm going to talk about. Um, our affiliate program that I'm integrating slowly, it's taking forever, but we're getting it up there. Um, but pretty much today has just been transferring all the designs over from being printed to stitch and I, uh, to embroidered uh, for at least the majority of our products. Some of them. You know, they're lightweight or they're t-shirts and, you know, it just adds to the complexity of the, you know, the manufacturing of the merch. I remember there was this one time when I was up in New York, uh, in New York City to be specific, and we were walking down this this road and this dude just comes out of this, this basement. Like, you know, in New York they've got these basements. They, they come out, of the, out at the street, so you have to enter kind of on the street and it just kind of dips down a bit. Which that might be their ground level, but anyway, he was he came out of one of those. No, 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 it wasn't a basement. It was like pretty much it was a borderline sewer entrance, but it was kind of like a basement. It was it was weird. Definitely not something you see every day, even in a city. But this dude came out of the the sewer slash basement entrance to this apartment building, and he said, "Hey, man, do you want to buy some?" merchandising we're making it down here so I guess that was the entrance to a New York sweatshop and uh you know that was very interesting I ended up getting a bag of course you know you just can't turn something like that down I ended up asking I was like what's going on down there and I was actually with uh, a group of people and they ended up a couple of them ended up walking off and uh let's see how old was I when I went to New York uh maybe 13 maybe 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 12, 13, you know, no, I think it was probably later than that, maybe 14, somewhere around that age, and, uh, if I do recall, it was before, I, I don't know, it, it definitely wasn't during COVID, but it may have been, it was before, before COVID, so if we, if we do this math here, it's, it, I was probably about 12 or 13, but, you know, that was a fun trip, we ended up going up to this gay rich movie director's house and we rode four wheelers and uh that was that was fun and uh rode four we stayed up there for about a week we uh ended up milking a cow um first time i ever milked a cow uh definitely an experience especially since they had it automated for a lot of it so they just kind of made me do the manual process of something they had a machine for which was weird and, uh, you know, it wasn't like they were doing a tour. That was just this dude's neighbor's house. You know, this was their, they just let, they just, they kind of made me, but they kind of just let me. They were like, hey, you want to move a cow? And I'm like, nah, really. And, uh, 
that's how that happened. Kind of weird going to New York. And we were only in New York City for a couple days, maybe two or three days. Probably two, I think. Because we got to New York, we flew in. It was, it was weird because I was still, like, so young that you kind of had to be just watched 24-7. Like, 24-7, like, handheld everywhere. But none of them really paid attention, so it was fine. But, you know, because I made it back. Got there, made it back, whatever. But we had those weird interactions. And, you know, I went to eat. And, you know, New York prices are crazy. So I just had a bowl of mushrooms. And they were like, why are you eating just mushrooms? Crazy thing was at the time they had just like legalized marijuana, or if it it was it had been legal, I guess, and they had like food trucks for weed driving around. It was real weird, but I remember they stopped and tried to give us all lollipops. That was fun. We didn't do it, but you know they they were just like trying to hassle us. Um, and then we went to is it is it New York Square where they wherever they drop the ball. I think it's is it. It is New York Square, isn't it? I don't know. Anyway, wherever they drop the New Year's ball, um, you know, they got, like, street performers out there trying to earn a dollar and get tips all day long. And they, you know, they won't take pictures with you unless you give them a tip. And the guy we were with, or we were with a bunch of guys, but this one in particular, he was, I think, 16 or 17 at the time. So he was uh, maybe maybe even 18. I don't know. But he took a picture with a stripper. Um, a little odd, but, you know, that happened. Um, we we kind of... Oh, that's right. When we went, that was during the largest power outage of New York City in, like, 100 years or maybe 50 years or something like that. It was one of the largest power outages they ever had. We were locked out of the hotel for... Because, the, you know, the elevators were out. Everybody was kind of stuck where they were. That was definitely interesting. We were kind of crying on the street. I wasn't really crying, but then what was crazy was, is, like, you know, you saw your my mom was, like, freaking out and being claustrophobic and getting, like... Because, you know, you had a million people running around on Times Square at the time, and we were just trying to find our way around. It was all dark. There's no power anywhere. It was crazy. And then chaos so you know you think this was the the is it the purge it was crazy because they had people on four wheelers and dirt bikes it was it was insane just driving through the middle of the road they were going in the opposite directions of each other and they you know they almost hitting each other and you know riding on the, the sidewalks probably three or four feet away from me it was crazy especially at 12 um definitely something that i kind of remember but you know it's like with all my stories, you know, I kind of forget after a while, and then, you know, you're just like, wow, that's right. We, I almost got harassed and squished by a four-wheeler. But, you know, they have those race four-wheelers, and, you know, I've got my race four-wheeler, but that thing never works. It never wants to start. Carburetor is always messed up. I'm kind of thinking I'm going to have to rebuild the whole thing. And not the not the motor, but the carburetor. But, you know, that's, that's for another time. Um... But, you know, just being up in New York, that whole experience, it's the same thing, you know, riding four-wheelers. I'm, I'm not too bad at it, but I'm also not, like, a professional. So what I had thought was uh, that they were kind of crazy, but you think back at it, and you're like, eh, well, they had 
at least a couple of them were at least professional. Like, they had been doing it for years. They had years of experience. So you, I guess you could consider them professionals um, in the same way that you consider anybody who drives a professional driver. You know, they have their license. It's not like you threw an 8-year-old in a car and said, hey, kid, drive. It's a little bit different. I don't really know how that connects, but whatever. But when I was up in, you know, the countryside of New York, you know, we passed through Woodstock. That's a hippie town, and the, the gay director, he actually owned a steakhouse in Woodstock. And he pretty much was mayor because he was real rich after directing a bunch of adult films. Um, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars. I think he, I think he was like 180, you know. We were up there. We went river raft no we were we were kind of uh is it canoeing i guess uh we were canoeing down a river up in countryside of new york and uh he drops his phone in and he's he's not really freaking out and he's like oh well i just can't believe i lost the pictures from today and i was like oh my gosh dude you got apple care and he's like what's apple care like he he had no idea and he was uh he wasn't really freaking out. We got back to the uh, his little um, French, not French, uh, his farm oasis. It was a little French. It had a little bit of French taste in it. Um, and he just orders one on his iPad. He's like, well, um, I'll have it tomorrow. And he ended up getting it tomorrow. I was kind of confused on how he had it activated and good by like eight hours later. It was weird. But... Um, you know, he had his TV embedded into the into the night uh, cabinet. I don't know. I won $300 off of him uh, illegally gambling. And uh, I wouldn't normally admit that, but, you know, I don't really care. Um, he had a little game that you, get to, you would get to play that you put a dollar in. It's kind of like a slot machine, but it was all just kind of wooden and weird and very weird. Anyway, I ended up winning $300 off of him and then $50 off of my the other people that came up there with us. They ended up betting, and they kept losing, and then I came in and won again. Um, I can't remember what the game is called. I actually I, I ended up getting my own. It's, it's quite fun, but only if you're winning, like any kind of gambling, which I've kind of gotten, kind of gotten out of, which I'll probably go into deeper. Maybe in another episode, but uh, there's a good reason to stay out of gambling. It's never never 100% good. Um, but yeah, um, you know, I won a... It was right at 300. I think it was like two, 279 or something like that. It was pretty high for a 12-year-old that was just kind of messing around with $5 he had in his pocket. Um, but, you know, we went back through the farm town... You know, they're all smoking weed. They're just sitting out. We ended up eating, I, I think, brunch. It was brunch, but it was really just 9 o'clock, so it was really just breakfast. Um, but they just called it brunch. It was in their, hold on, <coughs> Ooh, uh, their hotel restaurant kind of hybrid. It was weird. Um right in Woodstock, and Woodstock's a small town, you know, the places that I'm talking about, you can definitely go on Google Google Maps and find them very easily, because I think there was only one breakfast and 
uh, motel kind of setup there, um, which it may have not been a hotel, but I at the same time, but I think it was. I think it was a hotel that had like four rooms and then a restaurant because we sat on the second floor. I remember that because we had seen cars driving by, and then there was this lady who had a shop. We we went into a shop. You know, she had all sorts of weird rocks and. I think she had weed and cocaine, and she was selling all sorts of junk. Man, it's crazy, because in terms of selling weed, you know, when I went to the Bahamas, they were trying to sell me weed before I got back on the cruise ship, and they said if I wanted to, they could help me put it in a balloon to smuggle it back on board. That was crazy. Absolutely bonkers. Um, And, you know, that had happened when I had literally just walked off from everybody I was hanging out with just to go find the other group of people. Literally in between that, like, 30 seconds, they were like, hey, man, you want to buy some some green? We will, uh, we can help you get it up on the boat. I'm like, dude, what are you talking about? And I walked off. Um, but, you know, that kind of stuff happens all the time. And, uh, and I'm not saying, like, to me, but to, like, other people trying to actually get that stuff on the boat. You know, people do that every day, and it's crazy to think that most of our uh, America's drug trade just happens casually. It's not, it's not, you know, deep hidden business, and, you know, America doesn't really care about it. You know, they're just going to keep going on about their day because it doesn't harm them because they're going to get their tax either way, you know. Um, and that's, what was the, what was that market called? I can't remember. But anyways, back on, uh, what was I even on? Back on illegal drugs, you know? The same thing was, is one of the kids we were up there with, um, which it wasn't, he wasn't really, I th- yeah, that's right, I got offered to stay an extra four days, um, just up in the farmland, because the, uh, the lady, my mom's best friend, you know, the, this is her this is her cousin or maybe her uncle or something, but she had said, hey, if you want to stay up here for an extra couple of days, all you got to do is, like, do laundry, and then we'll move your flight, and I'm like, ah, no, because I don't really feel like it. I didn't, I didn't really want to, so ended up coming back. It was fine. It was very fun. Um, Very fun trip. I, li- I, I like plane rides, to be honest with you. I like getting on a plane and going somewhere, you know? Uh, anywhere really I remember the plane ride from France back over to Atlanta and that was really really good because I don't I don't sleep on plane rides I can't sleep on plane rides um but they gave us yogurt that was good but it, speaking of the French trip you know or the France trip Paris I was in Paris went to Disneyland Paris that was great um the train ride the train ride from London to Paris, it's a, amazing, and they gave a juice, uh, a juice to us, because we ended up getting the premium seats, they were only five dollars more, so it was like, okay, well, let's just go ahead, because they were going to give us, like, an extra bag and a meal with it, so, you know, we get into our seats, they're pretty, pretty spacious, we didn't meet, and I went with Josh, my dad, I went with him over there, we didn't get to sit across from each other, um, we were kind of like diagonal to each other in a, like a, there was a table and 
like four, it was four people to a, a booth kind of thing, but it didn't really have a door, so it was just kind of like a normal seating. It was weird. But they gave us a juice. It was great. It had uh, banana, and it was either banana and mango or banana and... It may have been banana and mango because it wasn't just banana and strawberry like like a lot of typical flavors. It was it was foreign. It was definitely out there, and it was great. When we were in London, there was a great pizza place, and uh, there's also this this place called Flatiron Steak Steakhouse. Ten dollar steaks. It's amazing. If you ever go to London, you need to go to Flatiron Steak. It's great. They, uh, you know, they're, they're like, it's just the steak for $10. You have to add more for sides. Typically speaking, that's fine. It doesn't really impact the bill that much because you get a lot of sides. So if you come with two people, you can get one side, two steaks, and you've got like a $30 dinner. It's quite good when you compare it to most of the other places in London. A major town, or not town, city. Um, but you know, it was raining one day, and uh, it was raining one of the days, which is not uncommon there. You know, it rains a lot, but we got lucky when we went, and it didn't really rain every day, just like one or two of them. And we were there for a week, so you know, we kind of got got the feel of it. Uh, one of the days, we ended up eating. It was either, or I ended up eating, I think it was either chicken or pork at one of these random restaurants. And the way that me and Josh travel is pretty much wherever we end up going to is wherever we end up going to. So we just kind of went walking every day. And we didn't really have an end goal in mind except for to see interesting things. And, uh, you know, we did definitely saw some interesting things. There was definitely a lot going on in London. And to be honest, if I could pick between Paris and London and going back, I'd definitely choose London every day. But I'm going to take a tiny little break. I'll be back in just one second. I'm going to play some royalty-free music because I'm not paying for music. And you know, I'm Batman, so that's the thing, is that I I got a Batman costume just to go to school in, uh, I think this was freshman year, I do believe. I have a picture, and it's got a date on it, but I'm not sure when, I haven't seen it in a minute, so I can't recall, but I am Batman, you know, I've got the costume. I went to school in, in the costume... Uh, because, I, I don't know, because I just felt like, uh, being Batman. And, uh, since then, you know, I've done it occasionally, just showed up. Uh, one of the last times, this was a long time ago, the last time I did it, so it wasn't really recent, but I've done it occasionally, where I just kind of show up, and I'm, I'm Batman. You know, last time I jumped a fence, fell on my back, kind of hurt, uh, I grabbed some baseballs from on the field. You know, I was lucky they weren't playing, but they were playing on the uh, on the football field or practicing. Maybe they were practicing lacrosse, but I can't remember. 
But uh, they were doing something on the football field. Definitely not on the baseball field, though, because I fell onto the baseball field. And, uh, you know, getting chased down as Batman is a little odd. I ended up running across the... I either ran across the field to jump over it again, because I've jumped that fence way too many times to count. And, you know, I remember going in there and taking couple baseballs don't don't admit that to anyone but I definitely did um not admitting to anything nothing I say in this podcast is an admission to guilt it's simply um just words spoken and uh <laughs> um but yes I you know I I admit that I am Batman that's one thing that I will admit to is that I am Batman and uh I will continue being Batman. I think it's it's a fun hobby. I think it's a good use of my time and energy. Plus, it's it's definitely interesting to see people's reactions. It's definitely not something you see every day as somebody dressed up as Batman. Um, especially just going to school. You're not expecting it. And that's what makes it good, you know. It's just wham, boom. That's, wait, what is that? That's Batman. No way. But, you know, I'm thinking about Velocity again. So let's go into that. Let's go into why we have a body lotion and a body wash, right? Why? Well, for one, I think Velocity, at least some of our merch, maybe not all of it, but some of our merch is more of a lifestyle brand. You know, it's not all just car-inspired stuff to, you know, we're not just cars, we're also a lifestyle. Right? We can be when we feel like it, right? And uh, the body lotion and the body wash was just kind of my test of how would a product look with our branding on it when it's something kind of out there for... It's not necessarily on our brand. Um, it's the same thing with liquid death. You know, you look at liquid death, it's like, wait, they're water. They aren't death, they're water. That's their whole gimmick. Um, Velocity. Velocity lotion. You know, to be honest, there's definitely a better way we could put this. Um, If you're a car guy, you know, a lot of car guys, you know, they're working on their own cars. They get rough hands. They could definitely use some lotion. But that's not the way this is pitched. You know, it's even got Roman gods on here just to show how exquisite the product is. I I really think that it was was definitely fun to put on here. It It was... Super fun. I can't lie. It's, it's, it, it was fun to do. I enjoyed it. Which I think is a lot of, uh, really everything I've been on recently. Just working on my book, working on the podcast, working on Velocity. It's fun. You know, not everything has to be stressful 24-7. Even though, you know, I, I'm up 24-7 working on them. It's just fun to work on something that isn't, uh, for one, it doesn't hate you, and it's it's just enjoyable overall. Uh, you know, it's a passion thing. You know, at least me and Sam both have a passion for cars. I totally have a passion for velocity in general. You know, me personally, I can't speak for him, but me personally, I have a passion for what the brand of velocity could become, not just uh, cars. Uh, because I enjoy I enjoy working on the designs. I enjoy working on the websites. 
I enjoy working on the partnerships. It's all fun. It's all nice. It's all uh, hopeful, you know. And the affiliate program, which I, I think I said I, I was going to speak about earlier, but that is going great, you know. We've got a full thing now where you can go in, sign up. You can get a link where you can uh, uh, get your own discount code and link where you can earn a commission. Right now we have it set at 3%, but I'm thinking we're going to up it a bit, maybe 5%, uh, maybe with some critical feedback from a couple different people. We'll come to that decision, but it's definitely something that is exciting because overall, like I said, I think in an earlier episode, my, my weakness is marketing, you know? Always has been. It was, you know, my strengths are never in marketing. They never were. Um, but other people's strengths can help elevate you to another level, right? That's definitely one thing. It's like uh, that they teach you in business classes that you have to use other people's strengths to help bring out your strengths and theirs, you know, uh, in Loki. And, you know, I haven't, I haven't mentioned that at all. Loki's a great show. It's a great show. Um, I can't believe how they left episode four as such a cliffhanger. It's almost frustrating. You know, they just kind of blacked it out. And that's made me develop some theories with it, but I don't think this is the right episode for that. I actually don't think there could be a more right episode. I take that back. You know, why not? This is the ADHD Chronicles. I'm thinking that with episode five and six, we're going to see something a little bit... I don't really, I'm not 100% sure, but my main idea here is that they're going to reboot all of Marvel, you know. And that's a big stretch, because they've already got another movie coming out November 10th, but it's definitely a stretch. But it would be interesting. It would definitely be interesting if they just killed off the entire universe, started again from scratch. But I don't, I, I don't know if Marvel has the balls to do it, you know. I really don't. But it's, it's definitely interesting. But I was... What was I talking about? Oh, strengths. Um, yes, you have to use other people's strengths to bring up your uh, brand and elevate yourself, but you also have to bring up theirs. So it's, it's a partnership where you're working on each other, for each other, with each other. And I think that's great. I think that's one of the most beneficial things with really just modern technology. It allows us to work and connect better. And uh, connection can equal elevation as you have people able to work uh, better together. You know, they're able to connect the marketing to the sales to the product. The, the whole line, is the, it's better than ever before. It's, an, it's the modern assembly line. Let's call it that, where you can have one guy that's amazing at this, one guy that's amazing at this, one guy that's amazing at this, have them all work together to create something overall that's amazing. And I think that's the strength in affiliate marketing, at least. I'm fairly certain. Um, and, you know, there was that one time where I had... Uh, 
you know, I dream about jumping off cliffs a lot, and that's, you know, it's a weird thing, especially when you, when you actually do jump off the cliff, and you wake up, and you're like, whoa, it's a weird feeling. I haven't had one of those dreams in a while, but I used to dream about that a lot. And I think that's a psychological thing. I think that's deeper, you know. But I haven't done that in a very long time. It's been years. But I think it's also becoming at peace with yourself, at peace with your own mind. Meditation is key to that. But I don't meditate. I just stay up late. And, uh, you know, because most of these episodes are recorded around 1, 1 a.m., 2 a.m., I think one of them was recorded midday. And, uh, you know, it's interesting to do at night because you don't have any distractions. There's nothing else going on. It's it's you and your thoughts. And uh, for some people that's kind of scary is that you were just there with what you're thinking about. But for me, I've just become so at peace with all my thoughts that they just kind of flow. And they don't flow in a way that makes sense. You know, I've... I've spoken about the world and traveling and all sorts of junk in this episode. We'll call it junk because it is. And uh, it's, it's interesting. In the last episode, I kind of had the music for the intro and the outro. I don't know if I'll continue that. Possibly. It was pretty easy to add. And it's definitely kind of a nice addition. Not anything overly complicated. But... You know, we'll see. We'll see if I keep adding new effects. Uh, but I think the the intervals where I have to, you know, step away for a moment, I think that's that's fine. But again, I don't want to go too far into it where I'm adding everything to it. And I, like I said, I do have an adapter for my microphone, and then the the audio should be just as crisp as a as a leaf on a spring day, if that makes. Yeah, that's descriptive. Those are words. But with that, I think that is the end of episode four. I hope that hope uh, that this season has been great so far, and I'm looking forward to making more. It's fun, you know, making making these things consistently, making them nearly every day now. Um, when I think about it, it's been nearly every day. But that's that's the end of it, you know, or the end of episode four. Uh, I don't really know how long we make the season. You know, I'm thinking maybe one episode on Wednesdays and then maybe one on Sundays. Not sure if that'll stick yet, but, you know, maybe. But with that, that's the end of episode four. And I know I've said, well, um, okay. <laughs>